Welcome to the Brave Yes Show, a podcast that encourages you to live, lead, and create more authentically in your life and work. Through these episodes and through coaching, courses, and group experiences, we are an inclusive community for any woman identified entrepreneur, change maker, or leader who wants to cultivate the clarity, capacity, and courage to burn brighter, be braver, and be respected for your brilliance. And I am your host, Sean Fink. And thank you so much for being here and listening again today. And for those of you who are heading into a holiday week, as I am here in the United States, I just want to wish you a peaceful and easeful holiday week. And with that, every time I am at an event where we share gratitude, and sometimes I'm leading a workshop and we'll do a gratitude circle, or sometimes I've been to people's houses when we we do a, a gratitude share around the table, every time I am amazed at how family and health are the two main things that people are grateful for. And as somebody who has been practicing gratitude for a really long time, I think, gosh, could you be more specific? (laughs) Could you just be a little more specific? Uh, So I'm going to get into a little bit of this today. Mostly I'm talking about scarcity um, today. Um, Scarcity, abundance, This is not new work for any of you who've been following me for a long time. This is probably one of my bigger passions in life. Um, And it's the work that I really, it's part of the work that I really love to do with my clients. Um, But today I'm going to take a little bit of a different spin. I'm going to take a much bigger picture um, view, a 10,000 foot view of, of scarcity, why we're experiencing it so much in our society And one tiny little way that I know works tremendously well to deal with it. So deep breath. Again, as always, grab your tea, grab your coffee, snuggle in and give yourself some presence here. This is big work I'm talking about. And it's really important that when we do big work, we not only consume it, right, but also contemplate, reflect on it, really give it time to kind of settle into our bodies, notice where it's landing, ask ourselves questions and really get into it. And so if you're driving, that's cool. I, you know, I love to drive and listen to just be present as present as you can possibly be. And, um, For the rest of you who are not driving, have a seat. Give yourself a minute to just listen. Do one thing. So scarcity or abundance? Just that title alone is kind of loaded and (laughs) I'll probably come back around to that. So scarcity first showed up for me Um, really big a few years into being a creator and a business owner. I am an accidental 
self-taught entrepreneur, which means I didn't go uh, to business school. I didn't set out to become a business owner. Um, I really went into business um, accidentally and without considering any of the obstacles that I might encounter. Um, nor did I have any obstacles when I first began. Uh, I my biz my business began at scale, working with hundreds of people at a time, um, and it worked really really well. But over the years, as the market shifted and the certainty kind of bottomed out, there were times of ease and flow, and there were times of struggle and famine. And when flow was happening, life was so easy. It was effortless. Business was easy. It felt good. It was, um, there was no friction. Um, it just kind of worked. But in times of famine, and famine, life and business felt hard. And as such, my mental health was always affected the most during these periods of time. And I know I'm not alone. I know so many other entrepreneurs who go through that where their mental health is connected to um, their self-worth. And that self-worth is connected to whether or not they are making money. And so as my own kind of journey into this began, I really started to need, need to do the work um, on myself so that I could embrace um, my these feelings of scarcity that were happening and not let them affect my mental health. But And what I found is what I'm going to be talking about a little bit later is that it wasn't just don't think this. Um, that, that mindset of just don't think this was not going to work for me. Um, and so that's what this episode is really about. And, you know, the Brave Yes lifestyle is about saying yes, but more so it's about feeling safe to say yes. Um, and so if we don't feel safe to say yes, then the Brave Yes is not going to work very well. And so I work with my clients and I have been working with women for almost a decade, honestly, on this idea of abundance. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that as well. And so we work on healing your scarcity mindset and or correcting any scarcity holes, what I call your scarcity holes. These are the things that are causing actual feelings of scarcity that are legitimate. Um, it can be hard to heal scarcity, though, when you're truly afraid you won't be able to pay the mortgage or buy food or just enjoy your life with ease. And so it's hard work to do on your own. It's hard work to do, period. Um, and I just want to honor that. You know, it's not overnight work. <laughs> it can take years to figure out how to deal with feelings of scarcity and what to do about legitimate scarcity. I'm going to talk about that. So what is scarcity and why is it so prevalent? So scarcity is a belief that we are, you know, it's just a big picture here. Scarcity is this belief that we are all here to compete for limited or scarce resources and that there is not enough to go around for everyone. And if you walk into grocery stores right now, you will see scarcity unfolding, right? Everybody is afraid they're going to get, they're not going to get the last one. And oh, by the way, I totally fall into this with my coffee creamer. 
So I drink, we drink a very specific almond creamer, uh, the same flavor every time. And it's, it's such a small number that's on the shelves. And sometimes it's not there. There's like legitimate, like it's not there. Um, now I give that as an example of, it's a very kind of minor petty thing, but we are all caught up in this. We are all caught up in this and it is work to try to get beyond it. And so scarcity mindset or mentality is when you, 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 you become so overly obsessed or focused on something that you feel you do not have enough of in your life. When in this state, you struggle to enjoy life because you're so obsessed with what is lacking. And this creates this survival mode and desperate approach to being in this world. And you just look around at the more is more culture that the corporate world operates under to see the grips of scarcity and how it works. All you have to do is see the lines outside a business offering limited availability of a product to see how scarcity creates hysteria. Scarcity, real or perceived, is this feeling that there isn't enough to go around and that we are going to have to fight for what we need or want. It's a fight. It's a battle. It's a feeling or a state that means I don't have all I need or want and I'm going to have to work really hard to get it. And so scarcity mindset is this perception that, you know, you don't have enough and it's this fear of losing it all or comparing yourself to others who seem to have more. And so your scarcity mindset is that there, there should be more out there. Um, whereas scarcity, the true scarcity is there isn't enough for you, that there isn't enough money in the bank account. But scarcity mindset is, I might not have enough in the future. And so are we really, um, you know, we're getting caught up in these sort of forms of scarcity that are happening, and it's coming back to us in forms of like, are we really doing enough? Should I be doing more? Are we ever going to get to the end of our workload? I need to do more, more, more to get ahead. I'm never going to get ahead. These kinds of thoughts, you know, it's kind of take over. And that's where the scarcity mindset really and mentality becomes your way of being in the world. And since our livelihoods, especially as creators, but also if you, you know, any work that you do depends on the outcomes of our output. And it's so easy to get bogged down in what we don't, what we haven't yet acquired or what we haven't yet done. Uh, and so there's a few types of scarcity that I have noticed with my clients over the years and with just general society. So there's the scarcity of money. <laughs> Everybody has that one. Don't even bother raising your hand for that one. We all have it. I don't care who you are. Scarcity of resources. Scarcity of time. Scarcity of power. Oh boy, we're seeing a lot of that right now. Scarcity of power, scarcity of belonging, scarcity of motivation. And, you know, down the road, I'm going to go into more of these as, as time goes on and I have time to write about it, but it's normal to feel all of these areas of lack are not enough sometimes. 
And most people, the average human being, doesn't even realize the power that these types of scarcity have over driving your daily life and your every action, thought, and feeling. Imagine that. You don't even realize how these types of scarcity are driving your every action, your every thought, and your every, every feeling. So, but there's a lot of people who are awakening to these daily drivers, but, 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 who are also teaching methods to gloss over them rather than to heal them and work through them so that they don't take over forever or get worse. And so this is where I really <laughs> believe strongly that there is a spiritual bypassing, bypassing happening of true scarcity with more and more people feeling determined to become millionaires and to work freely anywhere in the world, there has been a ton of spiritual bypassing happening around true scarcity and feelings of scarcity mentality. Some spiritual and business mindset gurus will tell you that if you want your piece of all these scarce resources, all you need to do is adopt an abundance mindset and manifest your way into it. And it will all come back to you um, freely and in, 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 in total abundance. In fact, they will tell you that if you want more, 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 you just need to give yourself some mantras or affirmations and will your desires into fruition, along with not enoughness um, being so prevalent in our society. All you have to do is make a vision board, manifest what you want. Well, I call absolute BS on all of that. <laughs> I do believe in the law of attraction, and I do love to make a good vision board. But I also believe that marginalized populations of our society, women, people of color, indigenous uh, pe people, um, LGBTQ populations, they they cannot, and I'm speaking to anybody who, even if you are in this community, you cannot manifest your way through racism, sexism, oppression, and being trapped in the broken systems of navigating poverty. Scarcity is a very real thing for many perfectly wonderful people, and it must be dealt with effectively, not glossed over. There are many people in our communities who truly are unable to get their needs met because they are in a marginalized population, because they are not educated enough, because they have mental health obstacles. And so if you are a privileged person who has scarcity issues, that is a very different situation than if you are someone who is marginalized who does not have your resources met. And that's why manifesting your way out of things or doing a vision board isn't actually going to be helpful. It might feel good for a minute and it might give you hope, but what it's not going to do is fix those scarcity holes that are actually creating barriers to your wealth, to barriers to your success. Uh, but it's also, you know, you're not going to get far with a vision board 
And as you will, if you take aligned intentional actions to creating a situation where you can be more successful. And so if you're a privileged person in the dominant culture, does that mean you can't experience scarcity? Well, absolutely not. You can have scarcity. Sometimes scarcity is very real and sometimes it's an illusion. And knowing the two, knowing the difference is actually really a big part of the work. Regardless, the solutions are always, at least in my work, the intentionally aligned actions that you take. And they're, they're much the same, uh, regardless of whether they're true or whether an illusion. My former longtime business, uh, Abundant Mama, um, was very much rooted in abundance work because I believe abundance work can change this world for the better. This work is not mindset work, though. It's intentional and aligned actions toward healing scarcity and feelings of scarcity. Uh, my work is always about taking actions and doing the right moves, um, not mindset. Although we will sometimes work on mindset for sure, but action always, always feels better and gets us further along than just changing our thoughts. Imagine if everyone felt safe, taken care of, and as if we all have our needs met always. Wouldn't that feel amazing? Wouldn't that be, what kind of a world would we live in if that were the case? But it's not the case. And as I have since really realized from doing my own work on racial justice, that abundance mindset really is based in white privilege. And so I don't really promote it. What I do promote, though, is work that leads toward abundance, actual abundance. Um, and one of the ways um, that we can do that is understanding that scarcity mindset for most people in power is just a made up term. It's this idea that, you know, I'm not going to have enough in the future. I have plenty now. I'm good now. But, oh, you know, next week, next month, next year, I might lose it all. And I might lose all that power and I might lose all that money. And that's what we've got to change. That's what we've got to shift, that if we truly operate under abundance mindset, then we're going to always have our power, which, by the way, is completely in your control at all times, for the most part. And you're always going to have enough. You're always going to have enough. And so getting to that point, though, is work. <laughs> the way through is through, not around, not over, not under. Sometimes scarcity is real and it doesn't matter, you know, whether you're the dominant culture or in a marginalized population, there is always the opportunity to be down on your luck. And so to heal scarcity in my work with the women that I work with, we first get super present with the facts. You can suffer from scarcity if you are seriously worried you are not going to be able to pay your bills, your mortgage your food, you know, get groceries. That's a legitimate feeling of scarcity. However, the work is always, you know, whether rooted in fact or fiction for scarcity is always about taking aligned and intentional actions for mindful progress. I would never suggest that a client mindset her way out of her money problems or her money fears. 
there's action and there's inaction. And since I work in soul alignment work, there is some level of trust work that needs to always happen when we're thinking about money and resources that we need. And so for me, me personally, abundance begets abundance. And so I practice taking actions that lead to more abundance. And this is the work that I always do with my clients and I have been doing with them for, like I said, about 10 years. When scarcity shows up for me, I dig deeper for the truth. And in my case, there's always, always a legitimate fear at the root of my scarcity, not just my mind playing tricks. Meaning it's legitimate that maybe I'm not bringing in as much income. It's legitimate that maybe I don't have enough time happening in my life. Whatever the situation is that my scarcity is bubbling up around, there's almost always a legitimate fear at the root of it. And then, and this is where the magic happens, I take action to address the root issue or the root cause. And so in my I call it my grit coaching model. The aligned actions we work with around scarcity is based on the following three, four things, themes. Grit stands for first growth mindset, realigning with the present, implementing trust, and thriving toward positivity. So gratitude falls under thriving toward positivity, and it's a cornerstone positive emotion. And, but there are many other ways to activate positive energy or positive feelings, but gratitude is often the first place I begin with people because it's such an accessible emotion that everyone knows about. Everybody's heard, be grateful, right? Everybody knows that. So it's such a, it's such a perfect place to begin. And because it's a cornerstone positive emotion and a great antidote to scarcity mindset, it's really hard to feel lack when you're focused on all that you have and all that is going well. And it's hard to feel angry when you're feeling grateful. So cultivating true feelings of gratitude requires intentional actions, not just rote reciting of random things around the dinner table like we have learned, but rather feeling into the gratitude, really shining a light on what is working. When I tossed all faith to the universe and quit my nine to five job, in 2013, we had managed to have about six months of income saved up. We gave it that long to make the dream happen. If it didn't work, I'd go back and get a real job. Thankfully, that has never been needed as Abundant Mama did well instantly, but it wasn't always easy. And that's where my daily gratitude practice, now going strong for 11 years, soon to be 12, truly became a foundation for myself my mental health, and the work that I do in the world. And so in 2010, when I began this daily gratitude journaling practice, I had actually moved to um, self-employment and, and three years later. And because I had that practice already as a foundation, it made that brave yes, <laughs> that brave yes move so much more easy to do because I was so focused on everything that was going right through my gratitude practice. And so rather than think of all the things that I wasn't going to have or all the things that could go wrong, scarcity mindset, I was really rooted in gratitude. 
You know, and over the years, the nature of online business world has become so volatile, shifting tirelessly at the whims of the capitalist machines like social media giants. And it's gotten harder to have predictability. And so it's harder for people to get to a place of feeling that abundance. And so rooting into gratitude can really shift that feeling inside, that that part of you that is taking being taken over by scarcity. And so if gratitude is a cornerstone positive emotion, um, it's it's not just a rote recitation. It is a practice. And the more you experience gratitude, the more positive feelings you will have inside of you. But gratitude is a muscle and it has to be practiced all the time, not just once a year or once, you know, here and here and there. Um, But the thing is, is that it's not so much the gratitude practice that I want to focus on here today. It's that if you have those positive feelings inside of you, if you are cultivating feelings of positive feelings, you are raising your capacity, your capacity to do big things, your capacity to serve this world, your capacity to um, have the energy to go after your dreams and to do scary, courageous things. Um, The more that capacity uh, comes into focus for you, the more you are able to do in this world. And so scarcity says, I, I can't do all of this. I'm not, I don't have enough. I don't have enough. It's very focused on what you don't have, what you can't do. Whereas abundance mindset um, rooted in gratitude helps you cultivate the energy that you need to do the big work, to do the big things, to have the dreams unfold the way that you want them to. And the science is very clear that gratitude works. It works. And so for me, the you know, I write in a journal, you know, sometimes three things, sometimes two pages, depends on the day. And most of my clients have said that gratitude literally changed everything for them. I've been coaching women through this practice for a decade, and I've offered many prompts over the years. And so today, I really want to share three prompts that I think are great for addressing scarcity, feelings of scarcity. And again, this isn't the work to heal your scarcity. This is one way in to begin that process. This is a journey. Healing scarcity is a long time process. And so these prompts, I hope, will help you get started and start to open up some feelings of abundance, some feelings of gratitude, some feelings of positive energy. And so the first gratitude prompt I want to share with you is, what can I be grateful for right now that always keeps me safe and protected? What can I be grateful for right now that always keeps me safe and protected? And feel free to, you know, judge that around if you need to, um, to make it, you know, work for you. Um, Maybe it's who can I be grateful for, or um, maybe it's, you know, something like that. Next one, who can I show gratitude to for always being there for me? 
Who can I show gratitude to for always being there for me? And then finally, what strength of mine am I grateful for having that has gotten me this far? What strength of mine am I grateful for having that has gotten me this far? So journal, reflect, meditate on these questions, these gratitude prompts, and give yourself some time to really think these through and allow yourself to really tune in and turn on to your gratitude muscles and allow them to really start to kind of root into good feelings of positive energy, positive thinking, and positive actions. Because what I know about gratitude is when we know who we need to show gratitude to, then we're going to take that action. We're going to move into that. And once we know the strength that has gotten us this far, we're going to lean into that strength. We're going to use it. These are not meant to just be, you know, journal it out and then forget about it. Journal it out and then ask yourself, what can I do with this information? What's the facts here? What can I actually carry forward? What's the aligned and intentional actions that I need to take now? And that's how you begin to heal scarcity. That's how you begin to fill in those scarcity holes that are legitimately keeping you afraid. Because you deserve abundance. You deserve abundance. You deserve to have everything that you need and a little bit more so that you can live a life of ease and joy and pleasure. Thank you so much for listening here today. I really, truly appreciate you showing up and being a part of this community. I would love for you to please leave a review. Send me an email and let me know that you've done that. I'm offering a free gift to one lucky person at the end of November. So please go ahead and leave a review and I cannot wait to read it. And again, also pay it forward. The best way you can pay me um, every single week is to share these episodes with a friend. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon.